this room, this room, mighty King, Holy One, my everything, come fill this room, this room, this room, come fill this room, this room, Lord. Fill this divorce in May of 2009. Well, Leo and I had a lot of the same drinking buddies. We, we grew up about a town away from each other, um, and in those two towns, everybody kind of melded together. Started dating almost immediately. We went ahead and moved in together because that was easier. It was just kind of a whirlwind. It was just like, just fun and exciting. Since we both didn't really have a foundation in anything else, it was really easy for us to just kind of immediately become codependent. We were hanging out on the patio like usual, and then he was like, I'll be right back. And he goes inside and he comes out and, with the ring, and he's just like, ah, will you marry me? And I was like, yeah, our lives could be different now. It was just like, you want to you do this or what? <laughs> Five months later, we got married. I mean, it seemed like we were having a good time, but there was still something missing. She would always ask me, you know, why do we get up in the morning? Like, why do we go to work? Like, what's the point of all of this? And I never had a good answer for her. I was like, I don't know. I think I really was just looking for some kind of meaning. And I would try to find it anywhere I could. Like, maybe if I buy some new clothes, I'll feel better. Maybe if I start drinking vodka instead of whiskey, you know, that'll go better and I'll feel better. She began to just sort of isolate herself, just kind of remove herself and just pull back away from me and cried a lot. I could never get to the bottom of it. I could never figure out exactly, you know, what was going on or what I could do to fix it. Um, and so eventually I was just like, hey, um, you know, maybe my problem is you, Leo. Maybe you should just move out. We're done. Divorce. I really didn't even put up much of a fight at that point. I was just so over it and so burnt out. So we threw in the towel. Things just got worse from there. I didn't talk to Leo for about six months, and 
I changed jobs and I moved. I, I drank more. I was by myself more. It, it was just a really lonely time. There was a client I had at work who heard about my divorce and I think he could kind of tell that something was wrong with me and, and he was just like, hey, there's a recovery ministry at my church that that you might really like to go to. I just felt so sad and I was like, that church guy probably knows some stuff. And he introduced me to a newcomers group and I got the idea from that night that, hey, this Christian thing is really personal. I would cry and listen to worship songs on the way to work, on the way home, laying in bed at night, and then look at how I'd been living and, and just seeing like, oh, this is really sad. I was also like, man, I didn't treat Leo very well at all, and I didn't understand him, and I didn't understand the situation, and I really need to talk to him about that. That takes guts to come and ask somebody for forgiveness. Leo was definitely flabbergasted. He was just like, you, you know, you're really different. I can tell that something's happening, and so I invited him to church with me, and he went a couple times. I remember being skeptical or, you know, joking about bursting into flames when I walk in. <laughs> and uh, somebody had mentioned that there was a apologetics group for people who weren't believers. It's always fun to have somebody to argue with. You know, that was sort of where I was at. Once he started going there, he kept coming every week. Came the realization that, that there is an answer to these questions. And it was like a weight had been lifted off me and that there is a God and that God loves us and he wants to be with us. I met up with him and he just had the biggest smile on his face and he's like, I did it. And I'm like, you did what? And he's like, I trusted Christ. Eventually we started dating again. Our dating got more and more serious and uh, good, like strong believers in my life had kind of continually encouraged me to, to even like contemplate the idea of like remarrying Cynthia and like came to the conclusion that, yeah, like, I do want to spend the rest of my life with Cynthia. I've always wanted to spend my life with Cynthia, you know, but now we're going to do it in a way that's healthy and in a way that will bring honor to God. Friends and family, you know, look at us like we're crazy when we decided to get remarried because it's just, it's unheard of. I can't believe today is finally happening. I've been praying for it for so long. <laughs> I bet Leo is so nervous. I'm wearing my hamburger socks. Actually, I'm wearing mix match socks, it looks like. <laughs> Everyone in this room, we have a front row seat to a remarkable story. This kind of thing doesn't just happen, which begs the question, what makes you think it worked this time? Leo and I were depending on each other to get the love and the satisfaction and the fulfillment that we needed as people. But now that we know that God is the source of that, we can rely on Him together He's taken something that was destroyed, was gone, uh, my relationship with my wife, and uh, he's given it back. Now we have a purpose, which is to know Christ and make Christ known. Everyone, I present to you Mr. and Mrs. Leo Booker. afternoon and good evening meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is 
Welcome to the Crown Table Unleashed. Are you ready to be motivated, inspired, and encouraged? It's time for you to get in step with the Spirit. Here is your host, Jeffy Clark III. doing on this morning welcome to the crown table unleash listen i got a topic for us today guys we're gonna go in and talk about get back into some teaching um and uh yeah we're just gonna move from there guys and just have some fun on today and just just have some talk man listen this this walk with christ is a it's a journey right it's a it's a long walk um it's not something that's quick and it's not something that's fast so with that being said, um, you know it's good to see people be able to, you know they might have they might have broken up, but they look in, in the grand scheme of things they was able to, to fix things and, and get back together. So let this um finish ministering to you for a little bit, and then we're gonna get back into some things. town surrounded by towering mountains and a lush meadows lived a wise old man named Elijah. He was renowned for his wisdom, which had been tempered through years of introspection and mindful living. The locals often sought his advice on matters, both trivial and momentous. Elijah believed that humans have four primary gates through which they interact with the world. The eye gate, which perceives visual cues. The ear gate, that absorbs auditory information. And the mouth gate, through which words and sustenance pass. So if you haven't got the, the, the niche on what today's episode is, it's about gateways. The ear gate that absorbs auditory information, the mouth gate through which words and sustenance pass, okay. And the foot gate that takes one takes one's places, both literal and metaphorical. To live a life of virtue and wisdom, Elijah stressed the importance of guarding these gates against evil tempters. The first gate that Elijah digitally guarded was his eye gate. He was discerning about what he was what he allowed himself to see for instance he avoided gazing upon things that would rouse negative emotions like anger or lust 
He chose instead to focus on nature's beauty, the joyful smiles of children, or the pages of enlightening books. Next was his ear gate. Elijah made Elijah made in a point to listen only to constructive conversations and enlightening music. The clamor of gossip, slander, and negativity was something he actively steered clear of. When people around him started to speak ill of others or dwell on pessimistic thoughts, Elijah would either walk away or steer the conversation towards something uplifting. The mouth gate was another critical frontier. Elijah was meticulous about what he ate, favoring nourishing foods that were good for both the body and soul. But beyond that, he was even more cautious about the words that came out of his mouth. He spoke only when necessary and made sure that his words were kind, true, and helpful. Not a syllable was wasted on deceit or malice. Lastly, there was the foot gate. Elijah believed that the places one frequents are a reflection of one's inner world. He chose to go only to places that contributed to his growth and happiness. For him, that meant the local library, the community garden, or the homes or friends who were like-minded in the quest for wisdom and virtue. As he guarded these gates, he was inevitably tested by various tempters, people, and situations that aimed to sway him toward vice. But Elijah remained steadfast. His strong guard allowed him, allowed him to keep his balance, irrespective of the chaos that sometimes swirled around him. Over time, people began to realize that the serenity and wisdom they admired in Elijah were a result of the vig the vigil he kept at his four gates. Years rolled by and Elijah grew older, but his wisdom continued to light the way for those fortunate to cross his path. His story became enduring lesson of the virtues of mindful living, a beacon for those willing to guard their own gates against the lure of evil tempters. And so the quiet little town surrounded by towering mountains and lush meadows, Elijah's legacy lived on, a legacy that reminded everyone that the gates we guard define the life we live and that, and that wisdom is not merely the result of age and experience, but a choice, one that requires constant vigilance at the gates of perception and action. So the enemy, the enemy will stack seed and build. Face God, not the problem. Every Christian's battle. Guard your gates. Proverbs chapter chapter four, verses 23 through 27. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. 
Now, the Bible tells us here to guard our heart. The way it tells us to do that is by guarding what we call four gates that lead to the soul. The tongue gate, what you say. The ear gate, what you hear. The eye gate, what you see. And the feet gate, where you go. Because your ears, eyes, tongue, and feet are gateways to your heart. In Bible days, cities were surrounded by walls with several gates. The walls were for protection and the gates were there to let the right people in and keep the wrong people out. Likewise, the four gates Solomon mentions here are gateways to the soul and that and they're there to let the right things in and keep the wrong things out. The things we allow into those gateways directly affect the spiritual condition of our heart. So Solomon warns, guard your heart above all else by guarding the gates, whether or not we t- walk in the spirit or the flesh swings on what we let in those four gates. We can either open the gates to the things that edify our spirits and enhance our being filled with the Holy Spirit, or we can let in things that grieve the spirit and hinder our ability to walk in the spirit. The Bible instructs us to make it our aim not to grieve the spirit and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, which whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Ephesians chapter four, verse 30 and taking charge of the four gates is crucial to walking in the spirit and having victory over the flesh. Remember the promises is walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Galatians chapter five, verse 16. So let's look at these four gates today and see what the Bible says about them first. One, guard your eye gate. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Right. In other words, a straight gaze prevents a wandering eye. Over and over, the Bible talks about importance of focus, looking away from all what from all that will distract us and focusing on focus our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12 verse 2. The fair and carnival barkers. Jesus said, the eye gate, your eyes is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness. How deep that darkness is. Matthew chapter 6 verse 20, 22 through 23. Without a doubt, the Lord is telling us that telling us that to guard the eye gate is is key to walking in the spirit. Spirit where our souls is filled with light. The second gate is the tongue. Solomon says, guard your tongue, avoid all perverse talk. Proverbs chapter 4, chapter 4 verse 24. The more we take charge of our tongue, the more we will enjoy the presence of the spirit of God because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18, 21. Jesus said a lot about the importance of words. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will have to give an accounting for every careless or useless word they speak. Matthew 12, chapter 12, verse 36. People are going to give an account to God for every word they they spoke in a thoughtless 
flippant, reckless manner. Jesus also taught that the words can pollute the soul. Matthew 15 and 18. The Lord is saying that if we don't guard the mouth gate, our words can literally pour spiritual mud onto our soul. If we speak defiling, critical, abuse, profane words, how can we walk in the spirit? Paul told the Ephesian church, do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear. Ephesians 4.29 Don't use profanity or gossip or make crud sexual jokes or abuse others with your words, but say things that will lift people's spirit in edification. Notice how after Paul commands us to be continuously filled with the spirit, he immediately focuses on the words we speak. Words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles a man. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking and speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God and to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 18 to 20. Be filled with the spirit by speaking the word of God to one another, singing and singing the word of God to one another. Thanking God always controlling your tongue is pitiful to the walking in the spirit. The third gate to guard is the is the ear gate. What we listen to. He says, stay away from the corrupt speech. Chapter four, verse 24. There is talk that we are to avoid like the plague. Turn away from it. It grieves the spirit of God. God gave us eyelids, but he didn't give us ear lids. So it's up to us to walk away from things we shouldn't listen, listen, listen to lest we quench the spirit. If it's dirty, walk away. If it's gossip, walk away. If it's profanity, walk away. If it's blasphemous, walk away. If you sense the spirit grieved in your walk, in you, walk away. And finally, the feet gate. We're to guard where we go. Mark out a straight path for the for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty six through twenty seven. I often think of Abraham's nephew, Lot. When reading this verse, because Lot messed up with all the gates, especially the last one, the feet gate. Genesis rec- records that the day came when Lot and Abraham parted ways, and and gracious Abraham told him to go wherever he liked. And Abraham and he, Abraham, would take the leftovers. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Lot chose to go the direction of Sodom. The Bible says that Lot saw that the lush green pastures surrounding Sodom and pitched his tent facing Sodom. Genesis 13, 10, 12. Even though the Bible informs us. The men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. Lot exposed his eye gate daily to the place's place by turning his tent toward it. Then he decided to move into Sodom and built his house in Sodom and raised his family in Sodom. And what what was the result? 
Lot, a righteous man, was distressed by the dep- by the depraved conduct of the lawless for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard eye gate and ear gate second peter two seven eight look at look at the three gates mentioned in this verse he walked he saw he heard the sad thing is he never had the experience any of this had he controlled the gates you can't walk in the spirit if you're hanging around a den of iniquity there are certain places that a Christian has no business going lest he grieves the spirit and open the gates to the flesh. The best question to ask yourself before going to certain places is, can I take Jesus with me with a clear conscience? Because the truth is we take Jesus with us everywhere we go. He lives within every, every believer through the Holy spirit whose temple we are. Now God knows and understands that it's not, possible in this sinful world to always avoid situations and places that are grievous but you can choose to not intentionally hang there let us choose places that will bring edification and protection from unnecessary temptation say with me if i guard my eye gate ear gate tongue gate and foot gate i will greatly strengthen my walk in the spirit All right. How important is it to guard these gates, guys? How important is it to make sure that we are not watching things that we shouldn't be watching, listening to things that we shouldn't be listening to, and that we are not going places where we shouldn't be going, right? So when you come into a new life as a Christian, we're talking about, hey, look, if I was a person that used to club, I'm no longer clubbing, right? Okay, if I'm a person... That used to, you know, whatever you used to do, if you drank and get drunk, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not drinking, um, you know, I'm not drinking anymore, right? Because I know that I, one, I can't control myself, and self control is a is a fruit of the spirit. So that's something the area that we need to work on to make sure that we can, you know, be what we need to be in the spirit, right? But it's guys, it's it's just making a change, man. It's just being cautious and being mindful of where you're going and how things are happening and things of that nature, right? Um, that's 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 truly the 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 niche of of what's happening, right? Keep moving in 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 the ways of of God. Keep strengthening your relationship with God. Keep wanting to be better. Keep wanting to grow. Keep wanting to, you know, mature in in, in Christ as a believer, and and you know, so that you can be the best you know person and human being that you can be you know on this earth because you know a lot of times you know when we not paying attention and uh, or, or we not um you know totally focused on god you know we can find ourselves you know letting down on our gates and keeping our gates open and and fa- having ourselves fall into traps which is exactly what satan wants us to do right which is exactly what the enemy wants us to do um so um I'm not going to keep holding you guys here alone. We're going to pray. We're going to get up out of here. Okay. 
Um, Father God, we thank you for allowing us to to gather here on today, oh God. Allowing us to be able to to harness your word on today and to be able to listen and to be able to gain knowledge, God. God, we ask that you um, help us on our day-to-day walks, oh God, because this, this is an everyday thing, oh God. Um, help us, oh God, as we begin to walk on these paths, oh God. Help us as we begin to move on these paths, oh God. Help us with our mouth, oh God, that we can control the tongue, oh God, for your word says, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, that your word cannot come back to you, nor in void, oh God. So God, I call it back to you, oh God, on today, oh God, that life and death is in the power of the tongue, oh God. And God, that in every movement that we move throughout throughout the day, oh God, let us speak life, oh God, over our lives, oh God. Let us speak prosperity over our life, oh God. Prosperity over our friends' life, over our family's life, oh God. God, that this is a day of abundance, oh God. God, that this is a day of moving forward, oh God. God, that this is a day of greatness, oh God. God, that today shall be a good day, oh God, in spite of what may be trying to come at me, in spite of what may be trying to, to, to knock at the side of the door. God, you said, oh God, today is a good day oh god and god i declare it so um for our lives on today oh god that today is a good day oh god god help us with our ear gate oh god when people try to run and bring us garbage oh god for us to listen to oh god god help us to be able to use our foot gate oh god to be able to walk away from those things oh god to be able to to, to close those things out oh god so that they're not affecting us oh god god help us oh god with what we are seeing and watching oh god help us oh god with what, what what's in, in front of us oh god god that we may be able to move away when we need to move away oh god or, or shift our focus uh, um back on to you oh god god and help us oh god with our feet gate oh god help us to not continue to walk towards sin oh god god help us to not be able to walk towards the things and the traps of the enemy oh god god help us to keep us in line oh god with your plan and your path oh god god that your plan and your path is the purpose and, and the way for us oh god help us oh god with these four gates oh god help us oh god guard these gates oh god help us oh god to be mindful of these gates oh god help us oh god to have control over these gates oh god help us oh god to to be strong on strong on these gates oh god hallelujah oh god unto you oh god hallelujah oh god in jesus mighty name oh god 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 that these gates oh god that we are to guard fiercely oh god the god the god we are to guard willingly oh god hallelujah oh god for these are the ways unto you oh god for these are the ways unto the path of you oh god and god we thank you today oh god for the what you are doing within our lives oh god god we thank you oh god for the gates that we've learned about on today oh god help us to be mindful of these four gates oh god in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen again guys listen hey what a day and i want you guys to have a great day i want you guys to have an amazing day i want you guys to have a a a beautiful day i want you guys to have a a conquering day a day like none other and you know, just know that, you know, with God, you can conquer and you can do anything that you want to do, right? You are unstoppable, truly. Truly, you are, God. Truly, 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 you are, guys. And listen, I love you. And thank you for listening to the Crown Table Unleashed, guys. Listen, I thank you for tuning in every week, guys. Those of you that are tuning in every week, I really appreciate it, man. It's, 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 the podcast is, it's going great. I have no complaints about it. I'm, Hoping you guys are, are enjoying it and, and getting the word and the things out of it, guys. Listen, I love you. And remember, if nobody else does, remember, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he loves you. i see you guys next Wednesday. This room. Come feel this room. This room.
listening to this episode of the crown table unleashed with jeffy clark iii if you found today's episode meaningful and impactful share it right now with your friends and family tune in again right here same place same time and remember we're meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is 